what's up everybody it is your girl nads and welcome back to podcast number five well this podcast is gonna be a little bit heavy because i wanted to talk about a few things some things that have affected my own life that have affected people around me and that is about anxiety mental illness depression suicide i basically called this podcast i finally want to be alive for so many reasons Let me talk about my own first. Um, This podcast was inspired. I was watching Netflix and I was watching uh, Rapture. It's a Netflix original series. And so it looks at, you know, various rappers and hip hop artists in the industry. And the very first one that they had on, uh, first artist that they had on and they featured was Logic. Logic is a biracial uh, rapper. He's half white, half black. And so he talks about his upbringing, where he grew up, and just his dealings with anxiety. He's had crippling anxiety. And so for me, last year, 2017, um, I was faced with anxiety. Now, it wasn't as crippling as some people, but it was pretty heavy. And I didn't realize it until I moved. And I didn't realize the causes until I started talking to somebody. And these are some of the things people don't get a chance to do. They don't get a chance to face what it is they're dealing with. And they don't have anybody to talk to. I was lucky enough that I realized this was not normal to who I am because I'm very outgoing, very bubbly, very just out there. And um, this was just not who I was. I started becoming a little secluded, a little introverted. And like I'm apparently claustrophobic on top of all of this which I find out that my both my parents are also claustrophobic, which ironically I really didn't know, but, you know, whatever, you learn things as you get older. Um, and so I finally want to be alive, has a lot to do with what I was going through, has a lot to do with um, watching family members of mine go through um, various stages of mental illness, suicidal thoughts, depression, all that stuff. And then finally ending 2017 with a friend, Uh, who was very close to myself and another friend and who unfortunately committed suicide due to depression. And so this is one of those podcasts where I think we need to highlight mental illness, the importance of it, and the importance of just connecting with the people around us. Even if it's not about talking about everything that's going on in their lives, it's a matter of reaching out and talking. That's the point. Like We need to make sure we be more mindful of that. So For me now in 2017, um, I was just, so let me get back. I was was listening to the Netflix or watching the Netflix original series. And so Logic was on there talking about, um, you know, the things that were happening in his life and the crippling anxiety. And, And then he talked about mental illness and he wrote a song that featured a Canadian artist named Alicia Cara. And the song was basically a numbered song. Unfortunately, I can't remember the exact number, but I'll try to put it in description. Basically, it was a telephone number and it was a telephone number for help, for helpline. Um, if you're having suicidal thoughts, if you know, you're suffering from mental illness. And it's such a great song. Like, it's so epic and it's so thought provoking. And yet it's so simple in the words that were used. And so it made me realize that growing up in a Caribbean uh, family, 
we don't talk about mental illness. We don't talk about stuff like that. Depression doesn't exist. Anxiety doesn't exist. It just means you're going through something. Maybe somebody bad eye you. And for all those who are not Caribbean, you're probably wondering, what is that? If you've ever seen anything called an evil eye, um, usually people give it to somebody else to ward off evil eye from whatever it is. Bad eye is basically the same concept as evil eye. And so for West Indian people talking about being sick or talking about mental illness, like we don't talk about that shit and there's really no support for it within our own community. But I see as the younger generations are sort of getting older, uh, that stigma is starting to loosen, uh, starting to dissipate and did I say that right? Disappear, whatever the word is. And it's just, it, it's nice to see. Um, for older generations, it comes a little too late, but that's okay. Better late than never, as they say. And so I just wanted to talk about my experience with anxiety because um, I had recently moved, and that was in 2017, right at the beginning of the year. Um, Backtrack to 20, you know, uh, uh, 16, 2015, and a little bit of 2014. A lot of epic things happened. Uh, first off, lost my grandmother to cancer. Then I lost a cousin who was severely depressed and lost her to cancer. Uh, then I lost a really good childhood friend who was murdered here in Toronto and his murder has been unsolved to this day. Then my dad was diagnosed with cancer and conquered it, but it was heavy what we went through. And so I didn't realize all of that compounded into me having a severe panic attack when I first moved out. Um, from my family's house and back on my own again and so that panic attack I didn't recognize it I just felt as if the walls were closing in and I wanted to scream and I ran out the house and that didn't help and I got in my car and I drove like to the other side of the little suburb that I'm in and I was like this is not helping me and I drove to a hospital and I was panicking and I'm like, they're gonna lock me up. They're gonna put me into the crazy ward. I've become one of those people. This isn't normally me. All of that was a panic attack. And so I was able, one of the lucky ones, to be referred to a um, therapy session. It was uh, about a 12 week program to go through the emotions that you go through with panic. And so when I walked into this room, I found it so amazing at the people that were in the room. And the reason I say that is because it didn't matter what age you were, it didn't matter what color, what creed, what nationality, there were all kinds of people in this room, different ages, different stages of depression, anxiety, panic, all of that, different drugs. Uh, my doctor tried to give me drugs, I refused. Um, he also told me that depression meds basically help with panic and I was not about to go on any medication. Um, I have close family members who I'm not going to name on this podcast, but they currently take uh, medication for depression. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I've seen the highs and I've seen the lows and it's not something I wanted for myself because for me that's crippling into who I am. Um, if you've been on my website, you know I'm an, an MC, I'm a radio personality, I'm out there in the public and so dealing with claustrophobia is one thing, but dealing with crippling panic where I can't speak in front of a crowd. I wasn't having it, having it and I also didn't want to be to me unfortunately to me taking meds in my head makes me into a zombie and I don't want to be that so I refused it um, so after 12 weeks of you know taking these sessions at the local hospital 
I made some new friends and I found some really cool techniques in dealing with panic. Um, the one thing with panic and anxiety is that your brain fast forwards. So you're always thinking about the things that might happen and the things that are going to cause you pain. And oh my God, this is going to happen. And your brain just keeps going from one thought to another. And you go so far ahead that you forget to bring yourself back to the reality of where you are today. One of the coping mechanisms is, you know, square breathing. So you breathe as if you're, I guess the simplest way to explain it is breathing as if you're in a square and just breathe in, breathe out. And it's very controlled breathing. For me, that didn't work. I'm going to be straight up. I hate that breathing technique. It does not work for me. But what does work for me is bringing myself in my brain back to the reality where I'm at. So I could be sitting in this room right now. And uh, when I first moved into this new place that I'm at, it was a bit nerve wracking because I wasn't you know, I was like, oh my God, I'm in a new place and it's smaller. And I started panicking. Oh my God, what if the walls close in? Oh my God, what if this, what if that? And the what ifs became so far ahead that I had to bring myself back to my reality. Uh, one of the coping te techniques or mechanisms was rub your feet on the ground. That brings you back to where you are right now. You want to bring yourself back into the present. Um, the other coping technique was look at something, focus on something. So for me, it was like, I see a basket in front of me right now. That basket has a cloth in it the basket is brown and it's and it's knitted it's a woven basket sorry so I would count the weaves and look at the brownness and the color and there's a tag on it what does the tag say it's bringing you back into the now and so you want to stop your brain from going forward and making you panic um, I've been dealing with this for the past year this is something very new to me I've always been a very like open outspoken loud outrageous person and so dealing with the uh, the panic and the anxiety has been extremely different for me, but also very humbling um, because it's given me my own experience to speak to and allowed me to relate to other people in my family and friends at that um, who have mental illnesses, various, like I said, depression, anxiety. Um, I know somebody who's got, you know, a combination of things. And so it's allowed me to humble myself to realize that you might be looking at a person and they might be sitting on the bus next to you. I don't know, in traffic next to you and they look great, but they might have shit going on. And so I guess my message in this podcast is to always reach out to people. You know, I've talked about in other podcasts dealing with being a female in this industry of media and just dealing with sometimes a male dominated um, persuasion of, you know, people that I deal with sometimes. And for me being in Toronto in the Caribbean scene, it's predominantly male, 100%. Like, it's about 90% male, 10% female. And uh, there's not a lot of radio, female radio Caribbean personalities I can look to within my own city. Uh, with that said, you know, um, and I don't know if this person may hear this podcast, but I did have to deal with a certain male uh, within the industry. And the reason I'm bringing this in is because some of my pan panic and anxiety, um, was a part of that so in some of the therapy sessions because I went and saw somebody on my own one-on-one -on, -one, on top of my 12-week uh, course and we talked about that and um, and the stressors that were involved in that and I kept and I continued my therapy and so if that person is listening I want them to know that um, instead of attacking people that you work with you probably should really get to know the people you're working with because we're all people um, you know, you've got clearly your own issues about trust in the industry and the things that you're dealing with. 
And I think you really need to reassess who you think is there for you and not. If there's something you know you're not happy with or something that you believe somebody did to upset you, you might want to talk to people like a person because you really don't know what they're going through. And frankly, being a bully doesn't really help anybody when they're dealing with their own personal life and situations. Everybody's got shit going on. Let's just be real. Nobody in this life is going to say that their life is perfect. If your life is perfect, you are a goddamn liar. That's right. I said it. You can email me and let me know what a, that you don't agree, but I don't give a shit. Nobody's life is perfect. And so, you know, dealing with what you're dealing with compounded by a bully in the industry, because I'll be quite honest, that is exactly what I think he is. I don't think he is. I know he is. He's a bully. So if the truth comes out about anything that has happened in the exchanges that we have had, I don't give a shit because you're a bully and you don't know people and you should have taken the time to get to know people to understand what people are going through before you start attacking and being the bully that you are. Um, bullies don't ever succeed. So you can continue to send me emails. I'm not going to respond to them because I don't have time with it. When, when, when people are dealing with shit in their life, maybe when you go through an experience like this or somebody in your family does, maybe then you'll understand. So let's get back to the topic at hand. I can't deal with bullies and we need to not, you know, be bullies and be mean to each other. And we need to understand that sometimes it's a matter of reaching out to somebody because you never know what they're going through. Um, with my panic in 2017, uh, I ended up having a, uh, what do you call it? Hyperventilating. Um, I was at the hospital for a follow-up appointment and uh, I didn't really tell my own family the truth of this. They might have known. So if, you know, my family is listening, hey, welcome to the truth. Uh, basically, was at the hospital for a follow-up appointment for my panic and anxiety with my one-on-one -on -one session. And I was standing in line at the Tim Hortons, happened to be in the main cafeteria while, where all the doctors and nurses were. And uh, I hyperventilated without even realizing it and passed out. That was the first time ever in the 35 years of my goddamn life that I've ever fainted. Never fainted before. Didn't know what the hell was going on. Um, checked my heart, checked my blood sugar, all that was good. My doctor said I probably fainted and this is why he wanted to, I fainted because, sorry, I had a, a hyperventilated and this is why he wanted to um, give me depression meds. And I was like, no, there's gotta be a better way to deal with things. I don't think, I'm not saying medication is bad, but I see what it does to the people that are close to me. And I'd rather go with a herbal alternative or you know something else rather than taking prescription drugs I just I have a it leaves a bad taste in my mouth and so you know after watching this Netflix original series Rapture and watching Logic on there you know there's a few things he talked about in his depression and sorry his anxiety and the things he went through and I just wanted to say that you know I know we look at superstars or artists or Hollywood stars as if oh my god they went through it they seem relatable, but to me, they're not really relatable because you're not finding an everyday person that you can talk to about it. And so if anybody hears this podcast in podcast land, whether you're on Anchor, whether you're on Apple or you're on another podcast stream, I want you to know that you're not alone in what you're dealing with and that um, if you want somebody objective and a third party that doesn't know you and you would just like to talk to somebody please understand that there is help out there and people are willing to listen and I am definitely willing to talk to you if you're going through something in life um, 
yeah just just don't feel like you're alone and please 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 know that you should be alive you deserve to be alive and you should want to be alive um, at the end of 2017 unfortunately I lost a really good friend uh, to suicide I didn't recognize uh, his depression and neither did a friend of mine who was dating him and so we still riddle ourselves with a bit of guilt on that uh, her more so than me but I think for me I still feel like crap I seen this person almost every day for at least consistently a month and I didn't notice it and maybe you know what I did notice I didn't pay attention to because I chalked it up now I'm not you know I know we can't always take the weight of everybody's sorrows but you know when it's somebody's close to you you feel like shit I should have done something and we did I think we did the best that we could for somebody who didn't want to open up about their darkness and we had to respect that my friend our mutual friend she was able to reach out to him and get some dialogue going but at that time it just wasn't enough and our friend took his life on New Year's Eve of 2017 and so we started 2018 without him and it was really sad and I just I just want people to know uh, who are listening to this that you're not alone um, please be alive want to be alive and just reach out to somebody and talk to them I don't want you to think you're alone in any mental illness that you're dealing with and there are resources to get help don't feel like you should be shamed or shunned because you're looking to get help if you're of the Caribbean background please know that talking is something we should do it is healthy to talk about not being right in your mind keeping it quiet and a secret and not talking about it is not healthy and I wish for a lot of my family members we would have done things a little differently with dialogue and done a lot more communicating to open up more dialogue um, but you know you learn from your mistakes unfortunately lives have to be lost but you know it is what it is at this point I just want to use the platform that I have to reach out to anybody out there in social media land the world to sort of say hey you're not alone and definitely there are people here who want to listen who are offering a listening ear and definitely some advice um yeah so that's pretty much what this podcast was supposed to be about I had all these notes written but I realize sometimes like I'll write notes for podcasts and it's like I just have to talk I mean, I'm only one person on a podcast and I've heard other podcasts where there's two people or they bring in a guest and I haven't gotten to that yet. I just wanted to make it more like a one-on-one. -on -one. I talk to you and, you know, you send me some feedback. So thanks again for listening to my podcast of I Finally Want to Be Alive. This is podcast number five. I'm going to end it here because I've gone extremely long with it. Don't forget to hit me up if you have any comments about this podcast. Um... You can hit me up on social media at mcnads, it's m-c-n-a-d-z-z-z, -Z -Z, or email me directly. My email is mcnads, so m-c-n-a-d-z-z-z, -Z -Z, toronto at gmail.com. I appreciate you. God bless you. Don't forget, I finally want to be alive. Be alive. Stay alive. Talk to somebody. Reach out to me. There's people out here for you. Peace and love.